feel like God's already done some things here. Amen. But I will say this. If you've never been filled with the Spirit, a book of Acts experience, if you've never had that, you can have that before you leave this place. I wouldn't want to live a day without being baptized in the Spirit. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to chance it. Amen. By faith, last night, Brother Green, Brother and Sister Green is off in Florida on a vacation trip, and I miss them uh, always when they're not here. So little things that he does. So I was praying here last night, and I walked over, and the baptismal tank heater, now the circulator pump works all the time, but the heater wasn't on, so I plugged it in. It wasn't, wasn't cold, but I, I got it ready. Anybody that has never been baptized, like the Bible said, that's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a reason for that, for the remission of sins. Amen. And so I plugged it in. It's nice and warm. Listen, we don't make a big to-do out of that. We just do it. And we're, we're always talking about it because it's just right there in front of us throughout the Scripture. And so we'll make that ready for you. We'll do all of that that we can do. And then we'll believe God that he'll do what he promised he would do. He said, then ye shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. We do what we do, and then God does what he does. Hallelujah. So just, just stay ready. Get ready. Amen. Thursday night prayer was awesome. If you missed Thursday night prayer, it's worth the trouble. It's worth the, the, the struggle to, to fight the devil and get here. Uh, I was thinking the exact same thing that my wife said and somebody else said, Sister Sonia came in and she was sitting right on that front row and I watched her come in and I watched her pray, heard her get louder and get to praying right here. And my wife or somebody said it, Sonia, she said, that sounded so good. And it did, that's what I was thinking. Yes, it sounded good. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Jan, I believe that God touched you and your need right here Thursday night. Amen. Others were blessed. Thursday night prayer time. Amen. So glad you came. Took advantage of that. Amen. Sister Robinson, good to see you. Missed you last week. Her family took her away. Amen. Others, others that were not here that I missed. Amen. The Swingo family and and uh, Brother Swingo's mom is here from the Congo. Glad she's here. Always. Hallelujah. I'd like to preach to you about the year of Jubilee. What that means, what's promised in the year of Jubilee is, uh, is liberty. Is liberty. And uh, I've had you standing a long time. I'm going to let you be seated. God bless you. If I, if I fulfill what I promised you I'm going to do. Amen. And brother and sister Huntington, uh, glad to have you all here. I asked brother Huntington to come set up with us. He is uh, an elder. He's licensed. He's a licensed minister. And so I'd just like you some backing up here. You know, they moved into town. And uh, so we're just thrilled to death that they're here with us. We're going to treat them good. Treat them good. They've got Benny with them. That's the grandson. And Benny, he's got a whole lot of authority, a lot of power over grandma and grandpa. <laughs> I understand a little bit about that. Hallelujah. Everybody ready? All right, y'all ready? Yeah. Hallelujah. Did, did, Lauren, did one of your guests receive the Holy Ghost Sunday? Didn't Sunday? Who got the Holy Ghost? Somebody. Somebody got it right over here. Erna. 
Not here, all right? Tell her I said hello. Tell her I'm looking for her to come back. I'm excited for her. Amen. If we can help her in any way. Because let me tell you, when you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the devil don't like it. And he'll send, he'll send a false prophet. He'll send them by the droves. He'll send people that won't tell you. They won't be against all of this. They'll just tell you you don't need to do all that. You know, it's, the, it's one of the, one of the uh, approaches of the enemy. You know, he won't come straight at you and tell you, oh, that's of the devil. And I don't know. He'll just say, well, you know, you don't, it's not necessary. You don't have to do all that. He'll just discount its value and its worth. No, no, no. It's worth, amen, everything you have to give and do. That's the truth, all right? Buy the truth and sell it not. Let me get going. Abraham Lincoln was not expected in the little town of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania on that November day in 1863. Just, you know, he was the president, but uh, he wasn't expected to make it up to Pennsylvania. It was, the, it was the day that Gettysburg's military cemetery would be dedicated. To many, President Lincoln was not a respected leader. They, he had not earned their trust. Some even blamed him for the civil war that took place. So he, he was, he was, you know, he was the president, but he's not well liked. Amen. The organizers of that get-together finally allotted a small time slot for Lincoln to make a few remarks at the close of the day's lengthy ceremony. I can't remember the guy's name in my history. I could you go back and look at it, but, but there was a man who was a, a, an orator who spoke two hours, did a two-hour speech right before Lincoln got there. They thought more of this unknown orator than they did the President of the United States. Amen. So they allotted him just a little time to speak just a few marks, and they made that known. Amen. The media ridiculed Lincoln's few remarks as embarrassing and homely. The Gettysburg Address remains one of the greatest speeches ever made by an American president. This short to the point speech, you gotta get this, it was noteworthy for its clear diagnosis of the disease is what I'm calling it, the disease that grew into what we call the Civil War, amen. The war was caused by Americans straying from the principles of liberty as prescribed four score and seven years prior to that moment. The mainspring of America's liberty is found in the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Speaking of liberty, after leaving the wilderness of temptation, remember when Jesus was tempted of Satan in that wilderness, Jesus returned, the Bible said, in power, or in the power of the Spirit, amen, to Galilee. Now, in his hometown, amen, amen, of Nazareth, Jesus went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as the Jews did, amen, and he quoted Isaiah the prophet, or read the prophet. Jesus was literally quoting Isaiah's description of his own spirit filled ministry. Think about it. Amen. And listen. Amen. Luke 4. Amen. Uh, chapter 4 verses 18 through 19. Here's what he said. To preach 
the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted. You're gonna hear me now, amen. To proclaim the freedom to the enslaved and recovery of sight to the blind, to give liberty. There's that word again. There's that word liberty to the oppressed. Verse 19, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Just stop on that a minute. The acceptable year of the Lord. This was a phrase used in Bible times, amen, to describe the year of Jubilee. I don't know if you know much about the year of Jubilee, but it was the, it was seven, well, I explain it to you. The year of Jubilee was God's seven Sabbath years. Every seven years, the land had to rest. Every seven years, they had, you know, all kind of things that took place. But, but, but this jubilee was seven of those seven-year periods in a row, which was 49 years, all right? So the 50th year, the year after those seven years of Sabbath, or seven Sabbath years, amen, freedom was restored to, sla to slaves now and prisoners. Uh, now you know why I started with Abraham Lincoln and what he preached and spoke about, the liberty of all men. Amen. It's the will of God that there be no slaves. It's the will of God, if there are slaves, that they be set free. Amen. But during this, this jubilee year, amen, debts were canceled. Uh, inherited land that was sold during the preceding 49 years was returned to the rightful heirs. Those who were captured in times of war, times of battle, amen, were allowed to return home in the acceptable year of the Lord. That's what Jesus was talking about on his very first sermon and message when he fought the devil and won in the wilderness. Tempted there, fasted 40 days, and the enemy winded him from two or three different angles here. But he overcome the enemy by the word of the Lord. Now, and he talked about this acceptable year of the Lord or the year of Jubilee is what he was talking about. Amen. The problem is that there's no record. This is the sad part. There's no real record, amen, that Israel ever fully observed these beautiful concepts or this concept of the Jubilee year. I think it was more or less according to our history, a hit and miss, and I'm sure that there were people who were more sincere or more in-depth in God, and they did do this, but it was just, it was a hit and miss. The good news is, even though Jubilee has been ignored and forgotten for hundreds of years, while we're being sad and while we're saying, what in the world went wrong, amen, amen, his spirit, amen, God's spirit, Amen. Opens the door, amen, to the acceptable year of the Lord. It, it, this, this, is a, this is a message that probably should have some time spent on and, and, and talked about, but, but I'm, I'm just going to give you the gist of this because I feel like you're going to take this and do more with it than what I could do. You, it, it's, it's, like a, it's like a good book that you read, <clears throat> all right? And then maybe somebody put out a movie on it. And you, you, you read that book and, and you went to where that, you know, the action took place and you were there with them. That's what our mind can do. And then you ever, you ever watched a movie about a certain, and you were so let down and so disappointed? You, you, listen, people can't put together a movie, 
Amen. Like our mind can. That's what preaching can do. Amen. Amen. Hearing the word of the Lord increases our faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. And so I feel like this is what you might do with this little simple thought here that I'm trying to deliver to you. That you would take this thing and, and there's no telling what you're going to do with it before it's over. Amen. The apostle Paul called the time of grace the accepted time in 2 Corinthians, the sixth chapter and the second verse. The accepted time. This is a time that God imparts grace or shows favor to the unworthy. Just in case there's somebody here today that feels like that you've gone too far, your sins were too severe and too bad, amen, that this good, wonderful God that's holy, that it'd just be really hard for him to forgive you and cover that, no, 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 listen, listen, this is what it's for right here, amen, you can't get out of reach for God, you can't sink too low that he can't reach you and not only reach you but forgive you and bless you and help you and put his name on you, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God imparts grace. We are living in the, actually a dispensation called grace. Not just one year, not just a period. No, 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 no. A whole dispensation is called the grace dispensation. Hallelujah. So like I said in his first message, Jesus marked the entire Christian era as being the Lord's acceptable year. Does somebody hear me? Anybody hearing what I'm saying here? Those Jews would work a lifetime. Those slaves would be slaves for years. Generations of slaves could actually come into being if it was timed right in that 50 year period. But they longed for that jubilee year. They longed, they had, they got in a, in a pinch financially. They, they were overcome by lack of finances. And so they had to let their land go. And the land was taken by somebody who they owed money to. And they said, if we could just make it to the year of Jubilee. The law says that we can get our land back. The land that our grandfathers had, that we tilled and we worked and we lived on and lived of. Amen. But we have to look. To, listen, here's what God is saying here. It's a Jubilee year every year. You can be set free every day. We're living in grace dispensation. This is the acceptable year of the Lord. Anybody listen to this today? Anybody that's got sins on you? Anybody that's got sickness in your body? Amen. You're a slave to something. You can be delivered today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so the entire era that we live in, amen, is the Lord's acceptable year. Since the precious blood of the lamb was shed at Calvary. Since the veil, we talked about it last week, in the temple that separated the holy place from the holiest of holies, where the ark of the covenant was. Since the veil was rent from top to bottom. Since the rushing mighty wind, amen, blew through that upper room where God's humble people were waiting and tarrying on the promise of the Lord. Amen. Humanity has enjoyed an enduring jubilee. 
That's why that we can break out in a dance. That's why we can leap for joy in our worship and praise services. That's why we can clap our hands. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Come on, let's exercise that right now. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Since Pentecost, every year, amen, is the year of Jubilee. And again, what that means is the captives can be set free this year, today. We don't have to look to some future date and say if we could just hold on. and just No, no, no. You can do that today. I don't know how many people, Brother Huntington, that, that you know, I've, I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty. If we could just get to our church and get in a, and that's, just, that's important. That's valuable. You got to get people in the spirit. People who don't believe this, they think we're, let, listen, they come into this service, into a worship service, and I know it can work the other way too, but, I, you know, people get to feeling the presence of the Lord. Like, ooh, I feel something here. I remember a bunch of truck drivers and motorcycle people were on the back row. Very skeptical. Atheist. Claimed to be atheist. But I remember one, his nickname was Cowboy. I forget what he's, Ed or Edward. I don't know what his name was. Anyway, he looked over at his buddy and he had this muscle shirt on. You know, tattoos all over the place. I shouldn't have said that. People, everybody's got tattoos now. I'm probably some, I'm just probably offended some dignified person that's got all kinds of Naked women, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, here he was, sitting back, <laughs> sitting in the back, and he, and he looked over at his buddy, and he, and he said, look, and he had big goosebumps all up and down his arm. He was feeling something, amen, in a Pentecostal praise and worship service that he couldn't feel in the nightclub. And he couldn't smoke a joint and feel that. Amen. He couldn't take any kind of drug you can name and get that kind of feeling. Amen. What a feeling. What a blessing. What, what's going This is the year of Jubilee. Hallelujah. Let me, I'm, I can get off track here so easy. Amen. Listen, the brokenhearted. That's what Jesus, remember, he was reading or quoting out of Isaiah can be healed. Broken people. There are broken people everywhere. Your neighbors. Every one of, every one of us right here. Don't raise your hand. Every, good Christian church people. Some of you have been living for God for years. You got kin folks. You got brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts, kin folks. They're, they're alcoholics. Now, we used to just call them just drunks. They're drunk. They stay, you know, there's people that are so enslaved. There's people who, you know, they call it happy hour. Listen, it's, it's really a have to hour. They're not happy. They just got to get that drink. When they get off from work, if they got a job, they're on their way and they got to stop by and get that booze. What, what's going They're enslaved. They can't get free. They, they need liberty and that's what Jesus promised in this year of Jubilee, in this time of grace, he said, you can be set for, you don't have to be dependent on anything. Well, that's one thing I'm dependent on. I'm hooked on Jesus. I'm addicted to him. I can't stay out of the prayer room. I can't stay out of a worship service. 
We, we, liberty is what God, let's all stand. I'm going to get the musicians back up here. Amen. We've got to play, play something kind of peppy that we can worship with. Hallelujah. I want, to, I want to end this service with worship and praise. Don't mean to rush this message, but God's done some stuff here. And again, I'm just giving you the gist of what this year of Jubilee really means. Hallelujah. When God's spirit, you got to get this, it's simple stuff. Very shallow message. Amen. But it can go really, really, really deep. When God's spirit touches a person's life, listen to me closely. Now, I already confessed, I can't do much about your problem, your sickness, your, you know, addictions and your whatever you, I, I can't. And if I had a lot of money, I'd probably give it all away and help you, you know, but I, I can't help you there either. All right, not too much anyway. But, but, but when the Spirit of God touches the life of a human being, it breaks the power of sin. Y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? Amen. I, something else I said last week. Listen, people search and look and spend their money to get free of this and get healed over that. And, you know, that's what we do. We look far and near. But our answer is up. I said our answer is up. The scripture says look up. The writer said I look to the hills. That's up. From whence cometh my help. Hallelujah. Listen, you get folks to looking up. You get folks to releasing their faith and believing the promises of the book. He promised so many things for us. Promised he would heal us. By his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Everything is in there for us. You get folks believing that, you start seeing things happen and take place. Hallelujah. Amen. I, 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 I'm feeling this jubilee spirit. Jubilee actually comes from a word that I can't pronounce, jubil or something like this, but actually it means, it means ram's horn. And incidentally, we got, we got the ram's horn back there somewhere. Yeah, incidentally, that ram horn, ram's horn or that trumpet, I'm not going to try to blow it right now. I tried that. Amen. I can if I'm all by myself and nobody's listening. This, this ram's horn is what they used to announce the beginning of the Jubilee. We ought to blow it. Somebody, somebody ought to blow this thing. Hallelujah. And proclaim the beginning of the celebration. Amen. When we can be set free, we can get our land back, our property. We can get our, we can get our deliverance and be at liberty. Won't be anybody's slave anymore. I, I don't know if that's telling you or not, but there's people that are dependent. I don't want to get into this too much, but, but you know we could. Amen. Dependent on this. You got to have this and got to have that. I, I, I'm certainly not preaching against medication, but, but you know what? I think we depend on that too much. I, I think some of us got a bushel basket full of it. Oh, it's legal, the doctor. That's what Sister Kim, when she had her surgery, Sister Kim Bonswell. By the way, she's in, out of here. She's down south visiting Matt. But she called or texted one of my wife and I and said, I, I, my surgery was an outpatient surgery and on her shoulder. And she, was, she said, I'm on the way home and I'm high as I can be. But, she, <laughs> but it's, it's legal. <laughs> 
just so she's not driving, that was the main thing. I, I, I believe that God will set us free from a lot of that stuff. We're dependent on it. I tell the story. Boy, somebody, I'm tempted, y'all. I'm tempted. I tell the story. If you got good insurance, and people kind of look down on you if you don't nowadays. I took my wife to the doctor, and thank goodness this church provides us good health care, health insurance. Took my and I, I do whatever she wants to do. She's smarter than I am in a lot of ways. And we sat in that doctor's office. He was a kind of a foreign doctor, some kind of foreign doctor, nice guy. And checked her lungs and checked her blood pressure and you know, this different things and brought her in. And literally, literally, y'all, we sat in his office and I sat with her. And he began to write out a prescription for this. I'm gonna write you a prescription prescription for that. I'm gonna write you. See the insurance policy right there. I thought he was gonna run the ink out of that pen. I just felt a little feeling. I said, you know what? Thank God for good medicine. Thank God for good doctors. After we left, I said, hon, I mean, just tell you, we can do whatever. We can go by and spend money and buy a big bushel basket full of all that extra stuff that the insurance company's paying for that he's getting a cut out of. Don't blame him for trying. But me, I just take that and just throw it in the trash. We're taking a bunch of stuff that we don't need. And if we tap into this acceptable year of the Lord, I, 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 and you know what? Don't go off now and say, well, that preacher said, give it a no, no, that's a personal decision. That's between you. That's like getting married to somebody. I'm not going to go around and tell you who to marry, and I'm not going to tell you who not to marry. Just as sure as I told you not to marry somebody 20 years from now, you'd be saying, you know what? I could have had a good marriage, but the pastor told me not to do it. I obeyed just what he did. I obeyed it. You'd be bitter 20 years. You don't know that until you do it. That's between you and God. I'm not stepping in on that. I'm just throwing out some seeds of faith and telling you about a, a jubilee that's available to every believer. Listen, it's people in pain. You know what? And that's a, that's a big business. They got pain centers. People who help you tell you how much pills to take and how much medicine to take and how much not to take. It's folks in pain and they get to taking that. And after a while, they like that. And they're as addicted and as hooked as any heroin addict. We need to tap in to what God is, that's all I'm saying. We need to step out on faith and say, okay God, this is my acceptable year of the Lord. I'm gonna have somebody lay hands on me. James, the bishop of the church in the New Testament, amen, he said, if there's any sick among you, I got a few folks that's missing a lot of church. I was thinking a while ago, when I'm praying right before church about somebody, I said, you know what? I'd really like for them to make it like at least two Sundays in a row. That's where we'll start. We'll start with if they can make it two Sundays 
in a row. They don't give up on Wednesdays, give up on things. They don't even think about none of that. If I could just get them here two times in a row, then we'd work on that third Sunday. But, but you know what? It's easier just to take a pill. Nobody's going to preach against that. I mean, it's doctor's orders. But I'm, I'm looking at the jubilee that God's provided. The Bible said he would do exceeding abundantly above all that we're able to think or ask. Amen. According to the power that worketh in us, he put some power in us. Amen. Hallelujah. I said he put some power in us. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory. I feel a jubilee coming on. I feel acceptable year of the Lord. I feel somebody's about to get some deliverance. Somebody's about to get some victory. Somebody's about to be healed. Somebody's about to get happy. Hallelujah. Amen. Rejoice in the Lord. Come on, let's clap our hands to him. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, let's do this when we close. As we, I'm, I'm about done. I need to just shut up. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, somebody said, man, when I get that, che that check that I've been waiting on, the insurance company or my paycheck or when I get that settlement or hope it's not the lottery. If you do win the lottery, don't forget to pay your tithes. Right. I've never played it. Don't plan on it. But if you win it, don't forget the church. <laughs> When I get that, I'm, or when I get my healing, I'm going to shout. Anybody can do that. You know, you know what they did? You know how they conquered Jericho? They marched around the walls with the walls still there. They kept on marching around the walls. They shouted and blew the trumpets before the wall came down. In fact, that's why the wall came down. If you want something from God, just shout now. Let's just praise him now. Hallelujah. Come on, help us out. That Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is Lord. One day every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh, lift up your voice and lift up your voice and sing for joy. Clap your hands, make a joyful noise. Lord, the trumpet is out. Lord, we See the weapons we use. Sing the weapons we use. And our bombs and worship is the way. This is the way that we fight. Well, we're praising. Well, I, I can't stop praising his name. I just can't stop praising his name. I just can't stop.
child. We praise it for the victory. All oh, the weapons we use, the weapons we use. But worship is the way. Oh, this is the way. We praise it for the victory. I said I just can't stop. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name. I said I just can't stop. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name, Jesus. Amen. It's so nice to, to be able to, to hear the bass and the drums and the keyboards and amen and the, and the music to, to praise with. Here's a little secret for some of us. Amen. Sister Rosa, how you feeling? Feeling any better? Any better? Came to church sick today. Just feeling horrible. Amen. Amen. We're going to believe God with you. Here, here's a little secret. Here's a little secret for us. We should praise God. We ought to get louder. You know, we ought to just get wilder, more radical, you know. And, and, but, but here's the secret. Learn how to praise God all the time. You may not get as loud, you might. When you wake up in the morning, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this day. That's, that's key. A little trick. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And, and all during the day. And you don't have to have a praise team. Thank God for a good praise team to lead us in worship and praise. But, but you can do that all by yourself. God hears and inhabits the praises, even if it's just one of you. And, and, and let that be a part of your lifestyle. And that way you won't be as dependent on the things of the world you just feel God's presence. You'll feel encouraged. You'll smile instead of frown. Be a blessing to your family. You know, you know, not only will you bring blessings to you, but those who are around you. They're around people who are disgruntled all the time, complain all the time, grapple. Wouldn't it be nice if they would learn how to praise? Well, the same token goes, it's nice when you praise to them, you know. Oh, boy, praise God. They're praising. Amen. I just want a habit, a lifestyle. We all, we all have a, we all can fall into this grumbling and complaining and the Bible called it murmuring. Things are not, let me tell you something. Things, everything ain't never going to be right. And, and Brother Thompson talked about that change that's going to take place. Hallelujah. Amen. When, when our, when our, natural bodies are changed into a glorified body we're just practicing now because we're going to praise him for eternity we're just practicing now hallelujah somebody said what you doing 
I said, this is rapture practice. Hallelujah. Get ready to go up. Somebody said, what is, what, what is that glorified body? That's when you don't have blood running through your veins. You have glory running through them. Whatever that is. Ooh. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to go, folks. I want to go. I've said this. I've said this for years. But the greatest revivals that we've ever had in the history of this country, probably the world, was in times of trouble. When things are going well, now don't get me wrong, I'm praying for you to be, you know, healthy and wealthy and everything good for you. I'm praying for good things for you. But, but usually we pray better when we don't have a lot. We pray better when we're sick. <laughs> We start looking to God. Amen. So, you know, I, I, I don't know what to tell you other than hard times are coming. Somebody already said that. So we need to brace ourselves, get ready. But let's get in the habit of praising and praying and being faithful to the house of God and expect our jubilee to happen just any time. In fact, we can start celebrating our jubilee year right now. I think we already did. I, mean, I blew the trumpet two or three times here to signify the beginning. I actually did it. Hallelujah. Anybody want to claim that? Claim the blessings. Claim the promises. Claim the healing. Claim the financial blessing. I, I promise God, all God, I know that money is the ruination, you know, the love of money. But I'm promising God, God, you know, we got stuff to pay for and we got stuff to buy and we got stuff to do. We, we got ministry. And so I don't know if you do this. And I'm like, God, listen, just try me. I believe I can handle it. They won't let me go. I won't go crazy if you give me a lot of money. I, that's a sign that we're thinking about it. I told some of my friends, I said, you know what? My lifestyle wouldn't change a whole lot. One of my friends said, mine would, mine would change a lot. I said, that's probably why you're not going to get it. Well, I'm telling you my lifetime, not me. I'm, not, I'm determining that now. Amen. I believe God's going to come across. I already got a plan in my brain. While I still got some authority and I can still think a little bit. and Not, not Alzheimer's, but old timers. Some people call it. Gets a hold of me. I can see this whole new sanctuary remodeled. Be cheaper than building a new one. I can see the new part built all out there for our wonderful Sunday school people who've just taught and did what they could do with the merest, smallest rooms and the smallest facilities. And just I could just see a really, really nice place out there. Hey, just going out that direction that you'd have plenty room for teachers, have a big fellowship hall, have a kitchen. Amen. I can see brand new doors. I can see all kind of new stuff in here. Totally take those offices out. You could probably put 75 or 100 more people in here. Brother Jay and I talked about it. We could make this thing beautiful. Amen. It, it would probably seat 500 in here. Easy. I can see it. Well, that's what we have to do. What are you talking about? I'm talking about a jubilee. I'm talking about doing something for the kingdom of God. I'm talking about making a place for the community and the people to come in and be comfortable, a place to worship, a place to pray, a place to praise, a place we won't be ashamed of. We've all worked hard. 
Amen. So God, I'm ready for my acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm ready for yours too. Amen. One more time, let's clap our hands and give thanks to him. Glad you came to church Thank you for coming to church today. Thank you for blessing us with your presence. Thank you for the smile. Thank you for every penny that was put in the offering. We try our best and we'll try our best to suspend it right and proper. Amen. Thank you for helping us, supporting us in every kind of way. Amen. So we pray the blessings, the very best upon you and upon your family. In the name of Jesus, protect your people. Bless your people on the way home. Bless them at home. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Answer their prayers, every one of them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you. Amen. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Dismissed.